Welcome to another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Wastner. With me is Aaron Medves, and we're going to talk about native plants, and <laughs> they're not all really created equal. Uh, when visiting a nursery this spring to look for plants to bring home and add to your landscape, you may see some plants that are unfamiliar. These plants, native plants, have been rising in popularity, and you may now see these plants on the shelves of your local nursery. Using native plants can add an element of beauty to your homes, but also may have some more important benefits. So, uh, Maybe we should start by asking, what is a native plant? Wonderful, yes. So native plants are plants that are part of kind of a balance of nature, and they've developed over hundreds or even thousands of years in a certain region or ecosystem. So basically that means that there are plants growing in their home range, so they're better adapted to the, the certain environmental range of conditions of that particular area, and they're also able to interact with the other natural elements of the area, so say the insects and the wildlife. I see. So why have native plants been rising in popularity? Is, is it just hype or is, is it even more important than that? Right. So native plants have numerous benefits over um, those more traditional horticultural varieties that we planted in our gardens for decades. Um, so one of the main benefits is that those native plants support the wildlife food web. So many of our native insects um, are actually a really important food source for wildlife and, and birds come to mind um, as a great example. Um, but 90% of the insects that eat plants only eat the plants with which they co-evolved. So that means, for example, um, if you have a caterpillar that only eats pawpaw leaves, but you don't have any pawpaw trees, then that caterpillar won't be able to survive and it won't be there. Um, other benefits include providing supplemental food sources like nuts, seeds, berries, and nectar for our wildlife. Um, but native plants, especially prairie plants, also produce long, stable root systems that improve our soil quality. And a lot of our native plants improve water quality, they help maintain genetic diversity, and they do all of this while adding beauty to our garden. So they're really a great alternative and a great choice um, for your landscape. So understood, native plants are, are better for the environment, uh, but are they all created equal? How do we know which ones in particular? Right, so that's where things get a little bit tricky. So as we're looking to add these into our gardens, it's important to understand that they're not all equal. And before we even get into that, it's important to note that there's a difference between native plants and what you might see um, labeled as pollinator plants or wildflowers. Um, so often, you know, you go to the nursery or you might get a free pollinator seed packet, um, but you need to look and see what's actually in that, in that seed mix, um, because pollinator friendly doesn't mean native. And those mixes often contain non-native plants um, that are from Europe or Asia, and they can spread and displace our native plants. Um, so some examples Examples of ones to look out for um, are oxide daisy, dame's rocket, bouncing bet, and queen anne's lace. These are all plants um, that are often incorporated into those seed mixes, um, but they're not native, so they're not necessarily what you'd want to be planting out in your garden. I see. So what about cultivars of native plants? Are they okay to plant too, or...? Right, so cultivars, that's a cultivated variety of a native plant. Um, there's all, they're also called um, nativars. Um, so these are plants that have been selected through propagation for a desired characteristic. So think about flower size, leaf color, insect or disease resistance. So if you're gonna choose a native plant, it's recommended that you choose the actual native rather than the cultivar. 
And this is because there, there can be unintended consequences of, of those variations or those selections. Um, so a different flower size or color can confuse or deprive nectaring and pollinating insects. And um, different levels of pigments in the leaves can sometimes deter feeding insects. And often a lot of these flowers end up being sterile as well. So they're not able to provide fruit or winter seed sources for our wildlife. Um, so all of these things combined make it where a cultivar of a native plant is okay, but it's not the best choice. If you can find find that true that true native plant, that's the one to go for. So that leads to the next question. Where should you go for sourcing of the seed? And that's going to determine the quality of the seed and whether it's a, a cultivar. How do we decide? Right. Exactly, exactly. So um, there's a difference in where you get your seed from. And luckily, because the demand has grown, um, you should be able to find native plants and native seeds at your local nurseries. Um, and there are also a lot of online sources as well. Um, but you also want to try and source your seed or your plants as close to home as possible. And that's because the characteristics of a plant vary naturally across their normal range. So if you think about a plant that grows down by me in southern Illinois, um, but it also grows in northern Minnesota, it's it's going to vary in how it grows in those different locations because the environment varies a bit. Um, so you'd want to buy local to get to get that seed from the place close to home because then that plant's going to grow the best in that area. Um, so your native plant will do best if you get it close to home. So how do you pick out a native plant? What do you look for? Right. So first of all, if you want to find a native plant, just because it's native doesn't mean it grows where where you live. So you want to find those plants, do a little bit of research um, to find what plants are from your area. Um, and you want it to be growing in the same conditions um, in your landscape as it grows out in nature. So if you want to plant something in a shade garden, you'd look for a native plant that usually grows in the woodlands. Um, and then if you can find that local ecotype, that's even better. Um, and then one thing to look out for is, is making sure there's no cultivar name on that tag. Um, so, um, for example, if you want to plant a purple coneflower, you'd look for the, the Latin name Echinacea purpurea. But if you see a tag that says, for example, Echinacea purpurea firebird, that firebird or that catchy name, that's a cultivar name. So you'd want to look for a tag that doesn't have that extra name on it because then you're getting that true native plant. I see. So what are some of the recommended native plants? And I understand it's going to vary from southern to northern Illinois, but just in general, what would be some of the, the best? Right. So these are just some of my my favorites because there's a lot of different choices out there. Um, but ones that do pretty well in the home landscape are butterfly milkweed, um, obedient plant, which can do well with its feet a little bit wet, um, wild quinine, that purple coneflower that I mentioned earlier, um, little blue stem and New Jersey tea. And these um, have different growth patterns and grow in different, slightly different habitats, but all of them can be kind of incorporated into your into your home garden pretty easily. Neat. Where can we go for more information then? Um, you can go to U of I Extension's wildflower site. Um, it has a lot of great information about um, identification of different native plants and which ones to add into your landscape. So I definitely recommend starting there. Sounds good. For another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Wasner and Aaron Metfess.